0: everyone. I'm Matt Mullen, and welcome to the fourth episode of Freepod, a local news source for everyone in the Freeport area. This weekly podcast is brought to you by a large volunteer group dedicated to providing objective, unbiased news specific to our community. We're getting new listeners every week, and much of that is thanks to you. Please share on your social media, and thank you so much for your enthusiasm. In today's podcast, we're going to dive into part two of our review of the Freeport Area economic data, a quick reminder about our weather, news of retirements and promotions at the Freeport Police Department, and update about the Affordable Care Act, a local high school grad who has made
1: Broadway, and more. And now I welcome in my co-host, here's Lynn. Hi, Matt. I'm Lynn Fever, and this podcast will be posted on January 25. So let's get started on the news we've all been missing. Last week, we reported on the first part of our three-part story on how the local economy has been changing. We gave you some information about our county's declining population. Today, we'll look at the labor market. And once again, this story is a little heavy on the numbers, so get your brain ready for some data. And also remember that all these facts are published in the podcast script on our website, and there you can study them more at your leisure. Okay, the labor market. In November of 2023, Stevenson County had almost 21,000 people in its labor force or about 500 more folks than the year before. Of that labor force, nearly 20,000 people were actually working, which was about 600 more than the year before. There were 874 unemployed workers in the county in 2023, so our unemployment rate was 4.2%, a tenth of a point better than it had been the year before. And this 4.2% county unemployment number compares to 47 for the state of Illinois and 3.7% nationwide. In the city of Freeport specifically, there were around 10,000 people in the labor force in November 2023, and just over 500 of them were unemployed, yielding an unemployment rate for the city of 5.1%, which again compares to the county rate of 4.2 and a national rate of 3.7. Still with me? All right, let's change timeframes. We're still talking about the labor market. Over the long haul, though, say 20 years, the view of county employment is considerably down, although much of the difference relates to the lower total population that we talked about last week. So, compared to the year 2000, our county's current employed population is almost 4,800 people fewer than it was then. And it's about 2,300 people fewer than it was in 2010. So, when you combine our county's overall population decline and our shrinking workforce, It impacts local businesses, real estate, and sales tax revenues. So next week, we'll take a look at where the jobs are, the real estate numbers in Freeport, and our sales tax revenues. And once again, we thank State Bank and Freeport for much of this data. And remember, if you want to study these numbers in more detail, check the script on our website, freepod.org.
0: As our temperatures rebound and the snow starts to melt, it's worth looking back at the extreme conditions the last couple of weeks. While we didn't break any records, our actual temperatures and wind chills were still historic. We had one of the longest stretches of continual cold, barely breaking zero in nearly a week with breathtaking wind chills approaching minus 30 degrees. Two winter storms within a week dumped about a foot of snow. While temperatures are expected to hit 40 degrees soon, don't get carried away with the somewhat more seasonal temps, It's still winter, and the long-range forecast includes quite a few single-digit days in February. Be
1: sure to drive safe, keep pets and livestock protected from these extreme conditions. In more local news, Lieutenant Robin Stovall of the Freeport Police Department recently retired after 27 years on the force. Robin was a pioneer with the department, beginning her career as a patrol officer, becoming a canine handler, a slant inspector, juvenile detective, and a member of the first gang unit created in the department she became the first female officer to hold a position of supervision when she was promoted to patrol corporal. Stovall then rose to detective sergeant and later to lieutenant. Lieutenant Stovall was also a two-time officer of the year. Thanks for your service and enjoy your retirement, Lieutenant Stovall. In other department news, several officers were recently promoted to new positions, including Corporal Ben White, Corporal Blake Upman, Sergeant Josh Leverton. Sergeant Dan Stott, Lieutenant Tim Weichel, and Lieutenant Jolyn Markham. Congratulations to you all.
0: The Highland Community College Foundation recently recognized five distinguished alumni at an awards program at the Freeport Club. Honorees included Benjamin Huber, Terry Camplain, Kristen Rademacher, Stephen Kennecke, and Drew Grossinger. This is the 27th year the foundation has recognized individuals who made their start at Highland Community College. They have shown community leadership, and they believe in the mission of higher education. To date, Highland has named more than 160 individuals as Distinguished Alumni. Take a minute to read more about these impressive alumni at highland.edu. They can all boast some very impressive accomplishments.
1: During the recent open enrollment period, over 20 million people signed up for health care plans under the Affordable Care Act. This number significantly topped the more than 16 million new recipients during last year's enrollment period. Locally, over 3,400 residents of Stevenson County were enrolled in the ACA through August of 23. Since its rollout in 2011, the ACA has helped reduce the number of Americans without health care insurance by almost half to an all-time national low. However, that still leaves over 26 million individuals in the United States without health care insurance coverage. And according to facts provided by the Peter G. Peterson Foundation, the United States is the only one of the world's wealthiest countries that does not guarantee some type of health coverage to all of its residents. Yet we still spend more than twice the global average on health care per person. The foundation providing these data was established by billionaire Peter G. Peterson, former U.S. Secretary of Commerce in the Nixon administration and co-founder of the Blackstone Group of Financial Services Company. For a chart with more of the details, you can check the script of this podcast on our website.
0: It's always fun to hear about a Freeport native who made a dream come true. For 2007 FHS grad Alex Hartman, that dream was Broadway, and she recently made her debut in the national tour of Funny Girl. Alex was a frequent actor at the Freeport School District's Jeanette Lloyd Theater and danced competitively at SNR Dance. In the Broadway cast of Funny Girl, she plays Vera in the ensemble and is the understudy for Emma. Fancy Bryce's assistant. She sings, dances, and acts in the show, which was made famous in a 1968 movie starring Barbara Streisand. Alex was excited to play to the audience with a large group of Freeport locals at a recent stop in Milwaukee. The show continues throughout 2024 at multiple locations through the U.S., her dad, John, and mom, Emily, also musically inclined. John owns John Hartman Music Services in Freeport and performs in several local bands. And Emily performs with the Ukulele Express, Freeport's five-piece ukulele and vocal group. Congratulations also go out to Freeport native Caitlin McElwain, who will be a presenter at the Broadcast Education Association's annual convention in Las Vegas in April. Her paper won first place in the debut category of the Radio and Audio Media Division. Caitlin, another local graduate who represented Freeport High School as an all-state speaker in the IHSA speech competitions, is now the managing editor of KBIA 91.3 FM. It is the NPR member radio station at the
1: University of Missouri's School of Journalism. And now some news about coming events. Because of this week's weather, the League of Women Voters candidate meet and greet, which we told you about last week and was scheduled for Tuesday the 23rd, has been postponed until next Tuesday. January 30th. So that's the League of Women Voters candidate meet and greet at the Freeport Public Library, Tuesday, January 30th, 6 p.m. That'll be a great way to learn who's who in the upcoming election. Also coming up at the Freeport Library, the 20th anniversary of the Lectures in American History series will begin on Tuesday, February 6th, with a program titled The Prairie State and the United States Navy. Dr. Ed Finch, retired Freeport high school teacher will present the program, which includes a discussion of more than 25 ships named to honor people, cities, and rivers in Illinois. This includes two ships named for a person from Stevenson County and one for the river that runs through it. Can you name those ships? Ed's free presentation will be held at the Freeport Public Library beginning at 6.30 p.m. on February 6th. And finally, in the week ahead, please remember also that the second semester has begun at most Freeport area schools. So keep your eyes wide open for kids walking to and from classes. Don't talk on your mobile phone in no cell phone school zones. Respect school buses, their drivers and passengers. It's slippery outside.
0: Time's up for this week, but as we close, we want to let you know that Freeport is proud to be a part of a growing movement to stop and reverse the decline of local news sources in Illinois. Last week, the Governor's Task Force on Local Journalism issued a report finding that more than one-third of the state's 102 counties have only a single source of news, or none at all. Illinois has lost 232 newspapers since 2005. Across the United States, newsroom employment has decreased by 26% in the past 15 years. But at 85%, Illinois has the dubious distinction of the highest percentage loss of newspaper journalists in the nation. We've included the 22-page report in our script notes and on the website. While the statistics aren't good,
1: there's also optimistic recommendations. We're glad Freepod is part of the effort. So again, I'm Lynn Fever, here with Matt Mullen, and we hope that you let your friends and neighbors know about Freepod, the news you can trust, and stories that we hope you'll enjoy. Check back next week for more of the news you've been missing, and thanks for listening.